365 days a year. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on Staten Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday, two days before Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Thanksgiving. This is my Thanksgiving show. I've done five of them. This will be my fifth one. This is my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. It's a, it's a holiday to be thankful, and I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful for my guest here today, Ruth Ann Bovey. It's going to be a great show. My other guest, who's not here yet, Peter Hunt. Peter Walker Hunt, thankful for Richard Dugan, my engineer, keeps me in line, tells me what's what, even when I don't ask for it, he still tells me what's what. My family, my family is uh, is what I'm most thankful for, and, um, and I'm thankful that I get to cook starting tonight. I'm making my cranberry sauce tonight. I make a homemade cranberry sauce with a roasted jalapeno spike. It's really good, which you will be testing on yes, I will. Thursday. Ruth Ann's invited to the family. She made that honor. That's a great one. I'm honored to have you. Thank you. Honored to be invited. I think I actually invited myself. Oh, that's okay. That's what friends are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get our licensing out of the way. My NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is 01220403. I'm Guy Rivera. I'm with Guarantee Mortgage. Victoria and I started this little branch on State and Islay about 19 years ago. We've been there. Same company. Guarantee Mortgage. Same location. We merged about four years ago with American Pacific Mortgage. They are a mortgage bank with a very big stick. Funded about $10 billion last year. We're going to be close to that again this year. Um, why our volume has not gone down is is uh, because we're stable. we got a very strong core values. And uh, we're experienced on our end here. Guarantee Mortgage Santa Barbara. We're, you know, we homegrown. Born and raised in Santa Barbara. We're very blessed have lots of great friends and family in town all up and down the coast of California. I do business and great referral partners like the one sitting right next to me. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, I am grateful for you as well, sir. We are a great, um, I'm just honored to be part of your team. It's a great team, the Ruth Ann Bovey team. I agree. So before we jump in, we're going to, we're going to be talking about ADUs and, um, and we're going to have a great discussion. We're going to have Peter Walker Hunt conversing with Ruth Ann Bovey and myself. He is, uh, he's done ADUs. He's in the middle of some right now. It's great experience. 
He's got some good, good tips. Um, you know, we, when I started the show, I wanted to bring experience. I wanted in our um, our experience in uh, in the mortgage industry uh, to to the show, and just to get people involved, get them. You know, if you have a question, please feel free to give us a call. 564-1290. You can just bust in on us anytime. But let me go through the market real quick. Before I get going, I always ask my my engineer, Richard, check the answer machine this week. Jeff Bridges called me. Come on. Are you sure? Oh, man. Well, let me tell you something. I watched... On Sunday, just because I watched True Grit, the new one, and then, <laughs> and then yes, I marathoned onto the old one with John Wayne, and uh, and it was a great Sunday. I had the family there. Um, you know, I'm a Duke guy, but I like Jeff Bridges. But you know, the Duke. The Duke's the Duke, right? That almost he, sounded like you dissed Jeff Bridges, no, and I know I didn't that you diss love Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff, <laughs> I do love the guy. I think he's a great actor. I, I really there's the Duke and the dude. Yeah, the, there's the Duke and the dude. But you know, when it comes to True Grit, when it comes to Rooster, I think Jeff wrote a bunch of great stuff to it. But you know, you just can't beat the Duke. I don't care what anybody says, you know. Um, that was kind of like a star is born. I, I did the same thing. I went to the movies, I saw the new star is born. And then I went back and watched the old one with Barbara Streisand, who's a classic. Oh. They were just enough different. They were both phenomenal. Right. And that's what I have to say. They were both phenomenal. Um, so Jeff, if you're out there, you want to talk mortgages, just, you know, give me a call. You might not need it. Doesn't even have to be mortgages. Just give him a call, please. So he can stop doing this every week. I didn't dig dig myself out of anything. This is going to be a great show. (laughs) Okay. Let's start with the markets, you know, because we're having some really weird times in the market. I guess right now it's down 600 points or whatever it is. And um, yesterday it was down, you know, another 400 or whatever it was, 500. So, interesting thing. Usually, in the back in the day, stocks go down and so do mortgages. But not this week, for some reason. Despite the stocks losing over 800 points in the past 24 hours, Mortgage bonds can't push higher and actually lost ground. Concerns surrounding global slowdown and a softer holiday spending outlook is pushing stocks so far this week. So this is an interesting point because when stocks go down the tubes, the people run for the safe haven of bonds. doesn't seem to be happening. So there's a really weird thing going on right now. Um, the Fed... Uh, Minutes came out. There's no real solid indication that they're going to raise rates next month, which three weeks ago, that was the general consensus. Now it's like 60%. I personally don't think there's going to be any further uh, interest rate hikes this year, only because of the geopolitical climate that uh, that we're currently in, uh, the Saudi thing going on. Um, we've got the turkey thing. We have, I mean, there's a lot of stuff where people are just going to say, you know what, 
Uh, I'm going to sit on the sidelines. Ha- hasn't been a big year internationally for stocks as well. No, and there's a global slowdown that mm-hmm. people are actually predicting. So um, markets are going to be closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving. On Friday, the stock markets close at 1 o'clock, while the bond markets close at 2 o'clock. So we're going to have some um, – so we're going to have some some activity, but it's going to be extremely – Light. It's going to be on the quiet side with just a few housing reports. Many players will look to exit early ahead of Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, but there's not going to be any treasury or note or bond auctions this week. Uh, the yield on the 10-year note right now sits at 3.05. Yesterday it was 3.08. Um, I'm just going to do the economic calendar, throw out some rates, and uh, call it a day. And then we're going to jump right into my guest because I'm really excited to have these two guys here. They are... Uh, okay, so Richard's giving me that finger. I'm going to have... I have two minutes, but I'm going to take three before I get in here. Um, the economic reports Monday, the housing market came out. They estimated 60. The prior was 68. We hit 68. I'm sorry, the estimated 68 and the actual came down to 60. Our Tuesday housing starts, which was yesterday, the estimate was 1.23 million yesterday. Uh, it was 1.228, so that was down a little bit. Today, I don't have the jobless claims in because that's tomorrow. And that's a moderate, that's going to be looking to a moderate. Uh, push on rates either way. Jobless claims, uh, durable good orders, those are market, uh, market movers. But the highest one on Wednesday, tomorrow, will be the uh, GDP. And that's going to be a mover in the, the rate market. Speaking about rates, you know, I just locked in a $2 million loan today, 4.625%. For $2 million, 80% loan to value. This was great, great money. They paid a half a point to get that, which was $10,000, because they needed to, to buy the rate down. Um, and they were happy to do so because it was their last house. You pay those prepaid points. Even the guy out there said, you know what, this, I can offset this on my taxes. He was an accountant. He did so, and away we go. That's really, really good and smart borrowers to boot. Um, that's a 30-year fixed. Our 7 and 10s are great money. They are uh, the 7 years at 4 and a quarter, the 10 years 4 and a half. He decided to take the 30-year, eighth higher, paying the point. But what really really is interesting to me is the difference from rates from 18 years ago, the year 2000 to now. And I did a daily. Did you get my daily? Did either one of you read my daily I sent out on Friday? I get it every single day. Did you read it? Because this one was very important. Three times a day. Did you read it, Peter? Well, I saw it. Okay, so neither one of you <laughs> I read it three times of mine a week. read my daily. That's real good. Okay, okay. I can see where this is going. 
Except, then I'm not even going to get into it well, because you, you know, we actually, still get it. You don't know how well, many. Well, read that it. I, read the I, Friday because it was interesting. It had a spread of rates between 18 years ago and today. And I even amazed myself that I was able to come up. I mean, this was pretty good stuff. 18 years ago, I was doing uh, loans at 7.5%. You know, and then it was coming down. Then it went back up. Then it's coming down. But look at the trend on it. I had several realtor friends of mine call me and say, this is exactly what I needed. Because people are actually throwing rates out and asking me, and, what the and, hell? and a hundred thousand dollars—that that's how many hundred dollars a month that you're looking at, depending whether you're seven, ten, or thirty years. I mean, it's it's remarkably good money at this point in time. At this point in time, it is good money, and that's exactly what I said. So you must have read a little bit of it. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take a quick commercial break. I want to remind everybody that this show is rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. I'll be right back. You are correct, sir. Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables, selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6. Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Tremblay Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Tremblay Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to TremblayFinancial.com. Tremblay Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. If you believe food is more than just fuel for the body, and a meal without wine is like a day without sunshine, listen to Cork and Fork Radio with John Hennigan. No wine speak or restaurant reviews, just a tasty conversation. Cork and Fork, Fridays at noon and 10 p.m. and Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. Brought to you by Mesa Produce, Il Fustino, and Palace Cafe. Okay, we are back, and we're going to jump into a conversation with um, Ruth Ann Bovey and Peter Walker Hunt. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you, Guy. It's good to have you back, Peter and Ruth Ann. It's been too long for you. Peter was here a couple of weeks ago. I found that that show was pretty informative. I actually got a couple of calls from it. Um, Peter, uh, I don't know if you got any calls, but people were asking about you. And um, so let me recap this. Uh, Our ADUs... I'm going to have, actually, I'm going to have, 
I have a couple of questions that I forgot at the office, but my first question that I want to pose to Ruth Ann, actually I'm out of order. We're going to go to stats first. I want Ruth Ann to tell us some stats because um, that's how I had it laid out. Ruth Ann, tell us what's going on in the market right now. Happy to, happy to. So the month of October, which is the most recent stats I have, we had 99 sold single-family residences. Median sales price was a million one ninety-five, with the average sales price at a million six thirty-six. Compared to last year, that is. Uh, we're looking at just a little bit of a decrease, actually, but we're looking at month versus month. So last year, October, for the month of October, median was a million two forty-eight, average was a million nine seventy. Do you have the units there? The units for this year were ninety something. What about last right. year? Right. So number of units was ninety-one last so that, year. So that was hardly a change at all. I'm sorry, ninety-eight. So still hardly a change 99. at all. Right. Well, what are eight I, less units and the one less unit, ninety nine and one. Oh, okay. Ninety one, ninety nine and ninety eight. Okay, so it was one less units, and the mm -hmm. median dollar amount last year was different. So the median was a million two forty eight. Now it's a million one ninety five. Okay, so it went down and not a whole bunch. And month over month, there were some months this year that we went up, and some months that we went down. When we look at. Um, Year to date, 2017. Um, all right, I have this. 2017 sold properties uh, down about seven percent year to date. But again, some months went up and some months went down. Median sales price only went down a mil, uh, 1.1 percent. So when you take Hope Ranch and Montecito out of there. Um, we're only looking at a we're looking at a 4.2 percent increase. Increase, right? So it's really on that high end. Now, here's the thing that I found really interesting: we track um, weekly sales in terms of where they fall in in the uh, the cost. So we go from 500 to a million, one to two million, and then we go up from there. And what I found interesting was that up until about 2016, we always had more under one million homes than we did one to two million. It was usually in 2016, we had 40 homes in the month of October that sold 500 to a million. In, 2000, uh, in, in 2016, one to two million was only 25. So big difference, lot heavier on the under one million. In 2017, that shifted. And that makes sense because the change in the market in 2016, we were looking at a median of under a million, 991, and an average of 1474. Whereas 2017, it went up to a median of 1248 and an average of 1970. And so the shift there, where we had only 33 homes sell under a million and 46 sell between one and two million. So with that much of a difference in cost, I could see why that shift would happen. There are more homes available that are in the one to two million. Uh, 
This year, with the prices coming down as much as they did, I would have expected that shift to even out, but they didn't. This month, 500 to a million, 33 homes sold, and 43 in the one to two million. So people's buying power seems to be going up as high or, or as fast or maybe a little bit faster than the value of the homes are going up. So that'd hmm. be an interesting trend to see if it continues that way. Well, well, Guy, do you see that because interest? I mean, if if the if the cost of the house or their buying power goes up, and yet the the cost of a loan is is creeped up half a percent or something. Usually, just uh, the opposite happens. Right, the buying power is less, but we're seeing them buying more expensive homes. And that would be because you think demand in this area. I think that's part of it. I think that a lot of people that bought way back when they could and were able to hold on to their homes are now in a place to buy up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Peter's in the Rookie penalty box. maneuver. Unbelievable. Okay, where were we before we were so rudely interrupted? Well, the other thing I want to point out <laughs> about the statistics is that uh, – Every month it varies a little bit, but we're pretty consistently seeing a high percentage of properties come back on the market. Now, what that means is they go go into escrow, but for some reason they fall out. And people look at um, the percentage of coming back on the market or even the amount of inventory we have based on the pending listings I like to do it based on the sold listings because the sold listings are the ones that actually closed. And if it didn't actually close, then how can you count it? Right. And that's the, that's the, that's the hard data, it's called. Right. Exactly. But Ruth Ann, it, it would seem that the statistics that you were pointing out of October this year and October last year, they're, they're about the same number of ones that were sold. And so those are sold ones. And yet you're saying also there are... Um, building houses that go on for sale and they fall out of escrow. Mm-hmm. And is that typical? Are there more now than there were before? Is, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm seeing. So what I saw last year often was closer to 20 to 25% were falling out of escrow. Now we had 99 sold and we had 36 come back on the market. Hmm. What do you wow. think causes that? Maybe people are trying to buy more than they can. You just never know. And you know? I personally have seen people Loan rates go up. back out and say, you know what? I'm not feeling good about this. Stock I think I'm market goes down. People's fortunes change overnight sometimes. But what I've seen the past two escrows that, um, not immediate past, but I've seen two escrows recently with my buyers, they just backed out because they're going, you know, I'm going to look around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to look around a little bit more. Multiple offers. Let somebody else take it. I'm not emotionally tied to it. I'm not seeing that emotion. And that's key. Not letting your buyer have an emotional attachment, or at least not letting the other side know that they do. Right. So, I, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing an emotional attachment to any pr- property right now. I had one of my buyers back out of a $3.5 million home, even though she could pay for her cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I got her a $2.5 million loan. She backed out like a week later going, I'm well, going to go on vacation <laughs> and I'm going to come back. And if it's still there, I might buy it. Well, what percentage, I mean, when people are buying a two and a half, three and a half million dollar house, are these people, their um, husband and wife with children or are they no, older people? Single, single older woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, has tons of money in town. Just, mm-hmm. 
great person, good good lady. Um, but she's smart. She didn't, you know, she didn't have five million dollars in the bank because she's not smart. And another five, six hundred doors that she owns, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so very smart woman, very very smart. Um, but the fact of the matter is, what I'm seeing here, and we're going to take a quick more commercial break here, um, is no emotional ties to properties. Let's, uh, you got one minute. I got, okay, so I want to wrap up real quick. My point for saying about how many properties are coming back on the market buyers might see a house that they really like and it's already pending and they don't want to get into a bidding war. My recommendation is if there's only the one offer, Put in a backup offer. Even if it's already pending, put in a backup offer. Because if more than a third of them are falling out of escrow, there's a good chance that you're going to be the one to step back in and or step into it when the other buyer backs out. And you'll have more information at that point. That's, mm-hmm. that's, so, so, that's sound, solid advice. Mm-hmm. It's a no-brainer. And then the other thing I want to mention is that we do have about, mm, we have 424 current active listings with 99 sold. So we're looking at just over four months of inventory, still semi-buyer's market, more of a normal market is what the consensus is in the real estate industry, whatever you call a real, uh, normal market. I'm personally not hearing the, oh my God, there's no inventory. I'm seeing more and more come on. And I'm seeing more and more price reductions. A lot of them. Well, price reductions happen when the per- perception of buyer of perception of value isn't there, and sellers often believe that their home is worth so much more than the neighbor's home. We've gotten so. into that conversation time and time again Repeatedly. on this show. Can I ask a real quick question, Ruth Ann? Uh, how often is, is there a home inspection, uh, and and then they they fall out of escrow and. Uh, do, do they typically have that home inspection by the time they fall out of escrow? More often than not, yes, the home inspection comes into play first. Um, that could have something to do with it. It could just be something that the the buyer noticed a, mm-hmm. a neighbor they didn't they weren't comfortable with. The uh, but the home inspection, the home inspection doesn't have to be the reason for it to fall out of escrow. Uh, we've got one right now where we discovered mold. It's $4,500 to remediate the remold. That's our inspector saying that, and we're representing the buyer. Mm-hmm. The seller may or may not want to do it. If they're not willing to do it, then we're not going to move forward. Is that home inspection transferable? Would it, does it the, the sellers, could, could the seller then transfer it to the next offer to come in, or do they have to get a new inspection? You know what? We're going to need to... <laughs> You're going to need to hang on that. Okay. Remember that. We're going to need to take another quick commercial break. Speaking with Peter Walker Hunt, Ruth Ann Bovee. We'll be right back. I'm Richard Dugan, your host for Tell Me Your Story, the Peabody Award-nominated radio program that comes your way Sundays at 7 a.m. and p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streamed live at richarddugan.com, podcasts on the radio show's page, and SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Join us every weekend, and be sure to drop us a line, tmys at richarddugan.com. That's tmys for Tell Me Your Story at richarddugan.com. And join us, won't you?
This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Baron Ron Heron in the AM 1290 News Center. Ben Hayes in the AM 1290 News Center. Don Kadich. Johnny Risden. I'm Joe Danley. Tom Totten. Chuck McPartland. Jerry Wilson. Ernestine Ignacio DeSoto. I'm Ed Giron. I'm Maria Long. I'm Mark Schneidman. Hello, I'm Diane Duva. My name's Andy Caldwell. I am Eric Assault. And I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm Ross Cope. I'm Mike Williams. I'm Ted Adams. I'm Guy Rivera. I'm Michael Self. I'm Steve Forcell. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Mark McIntyre. I'm Steve Cushman. I'm Eloy Ortega. I'm Rob Eganoff. I'm Earl Armstrong. I'm Neil Chrysell. I'm Martha Von Wiesenberger. I'm Martha Bull. I am your host, Jeremiah. I'm Elizabeth Stewart. Hi, I'm Chris Cullen. I'm Lisa Cullen. And I'm Leanna Finley. I'm John Hennigan. I'm Mark Giles. John Martinet. I'm Richard Dugan. KZSB, AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. No student in California should face discrimination. Let's teach tolerance to our children early on to provide a foundation of respect and acceptance that will last a lifetime. This is Eric Hines, president of the California Teachers Association. Let's encourage children to be accepting of others regardless of race, gender, religion, or sexual identification. Together, we can create a future where all are welcomed. A message from the California Teachers Association. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Guy Rivera. My special guest star, Ruth Ambovey, Peter Walker Hunt. Um, there was a great question on the floor before I had to cut Peter off. And that question was, is the home inspection transferable to another potential buyer? Ruth Ann was just about to answer when I said, eh. So, Ruth Ann? Okay, so the way that it works is the home inspector is doing the inspection for the the buyer that is paying for it. The seller, it is required that you give the seller and and or the seller's agent a copy of the home inspection. And that home inspection, if the property falls out of escrow and a new buyer comes in, they can ask if there were any inspections done. Now, the home inspector that I use guarantees his inspection. If he rates anything satisfactory and it goes bad in the first year, he pays to have it repaired. The, but that doesn't transfer to the next buyer. So if it's a home inspector that I know and trust, then I'll take that home inspection and ask them to come in and do a reinspection. It's a little bit smaller of a fee. They come in, do a reinspection, and actually show all of the issues that they found to the new buyer. Um, if it's a home inspector that I don't think as highly of, I generally will encourage my buyer to get their own home inspection. And if it's a home inspection that was done by the seller, I will always suggest that we get somebody else in to do something representing the buyer. You want them to be looking for your best interest. So did that answer your question? Well, what percentage of the time does the seller go do the home inspection rather than the buyer paying for it? Half the time? No, 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 no. I'd say maybe 10 to 15% of the time. And Mm -hmm. a lot depends on if the home is in great condition and you're selling it as in excellent condition, 
you want to get a home inspection because that way, if there are any little things that need to be fixed, you can fix them, one, before you put it on the market, or you can post that list, that home inspection in the MLS, make mm-hmm. sure that the buyer has read through it before they make mm-hmm. their offer, and that way they can't come back and ask for repairs from anything they were already aware of. Mm-hmm. I think you know, with anything like that, you know, you want to cook your own, you want to kick the tires with your own, with your own toe mm-hmm. and then get Agreed. that, uh, you know, and, and pay for your own home inspection. Mm-hmm. Somebody in your, you know, in on your side, just somebody on that you've team. engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody that you've engaged that's on your team. It's looking out for you. Um, not to say that there's sellers out there that would engage somebody and say, just say it's all beautiful. I'm sure there are, but. But that it's home inspector has a liability, so doesn't matter. You yeah. still want somebody on your own team, right? And, is what I think. And in addition to that, uh, there have been many buyers that have contractor relatives or friends, and they say, "Well, we'll just have the contractor come in and look." It's not the same thing. They're not looking for that. They're not looking at it mm-hmm. in the detail. Mm-hmm. These that's like having a an orthodontist do your dental cleaning or your dentist doing your orthodontics. Mm-hmm. They specialize specifically. They're their whole goal is to find everything wrong with the house that they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. You want to know it's not a laundry list for the seller to fix, but it gives you an idea of what expenses you might have coming up over the next year or two. And in addition, if there are things that there's no way you could have known about that might be really expensive, then you can ask the seller to participate in the cost to repair them. And it's also knowing exactly what you're buying. Exactly. So um, we're off track here a little bit. The reason why I brought you two experts in here is to talk ADUs because I think that's a very important issue. It's a hot point. It's a place where people can add value to their existing homes and definitely look, you know, broaden their uh, search, no matter where it is, to help obtain, you know, new home ownership with the possibility of ancillary income mother quarters, mother-in-law quarters, um, you know, in the form of an ADU. I think what I would like to start off with is Peter Peter Hunt. You and I were having a conversation the other day, Peter Walker Hunt, the other day about um, the difference in dollar amounts for just the permitting per, uh, alone, either mm-hmm. in Montecito, Santa Barbara, Nolita, and Goleta. Now, that was uh-huh. pretty interesting. So do you have those figures I here do, for I us? I do. I have those here. And before we do that, though, can we just explain to them a little bit about what ADUs so are? So ADU mean, means an accessory dwelling unit. It's a state law from the state of California, and it, it was a statewide law, and it abrogated it. It overrode all local zoning ordinances and said wherever you live in the state of California, if you're a homeowner, you Single can, family home. Single family home. It didn't apply to apartment buildings. And you can then either take a portion of your house and make it into an accessory dwelling unit. You could uh, attach to your house and make an accessory dwelling unit. Or you could detach, have a separate separate dwelling. And what a dwelling means is that it has a kitchen. So generally speaking, you're only allowed to have one kitchen in each house. There are exceptions, but for the most part in the city of Santa Barbara, for example, one house, one kitchen. So here you have a second kitchen, and it, it can have a separate entrance. So the the question that Guy asked me was, what about fees? And so what happens is, in the uh, nearly two years since they passed that law, 
the local jurisdictions have been able to to uh, add new laws. And when they do that, they see that, golly, you know, we need some fees. So they break down like this. First off, whether it's the city of Santa Barbara or the Montecito area or the Nolita area or other parts of the city of County of Santa Barbara, they have different fees. Secondly, if you're in the coastal zone, they look at it differently than inland. Now, that's a lot of complications right there, but that's what they do. They make it complicated. So in Montecito, it's $250, and you pay that fee because they've exempted it. And so for $250, you can get a land use permit. In the city of Santa Barbara, they make a, a clear distinction between what is in the uh, coastal area and the, and the inland area. In the city of Santa Barbara, it's $400, and you pay them $400. But if you're in the, in the, uh, in the uh, coastal area, that, that fee can go up to $2,870. However... If you go over to the Nolita area, that's county. That's the county of Santa Barbara, but not the, between the city of Santa Barbara and the city of Goleta, generally speaking. Not Goleta and not Santa Barbara. Right. They have what they call impact mitigation fees. Now, I'm going to give you the high number, and the high number can be as much as $15,000. And what you're paying for is you're paying for fees for transportation, for the library, for the sheriff, for the police, for um, public administration, all sorts of different things. And those are tack-on fees. There are other areas in the county of Santa Barbara, of course, North County, that where the fees will be lower. And so what we want to do is get into the added value. The added value of creating one of those. Mm -hmm. We know the fees going in. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when we get back, we're going to look to the, the selling professional, Ruth Ann, and what she looks for. You know, does she even look for the potential of that? Does any homework on it? We had a really strange deal, Mr. Jack's place, where we, we couldn't even figure out whether it was a duplex or a single family with a... So um, we're going to talk about that when we get back. And um, that was an interesting deal. Yes, it was. Two different ones. Yeah, two different deals. Same one. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're, listening, we're speaking with Peter Walker Hunt, Ruth Ann Bovey of Village Properties, Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. Wendy Foster Clothing Stores, a unique shopping experience for all ages. The Wendy Foster style is Santa Barbara style. Style that is uncomplicated, feminine, sophisticated with a sense of adventure. Shop Wendy Foster for jewelry, clothing, and accessories for everyone. With personal attention and a passion for fashion. Wendy Foster Stores make it easy to look beautiful at any of our five locations. There are three locations in Montecito, one in downtown Santa Barbara, and our newest location in Los Olivos. All five Wendy Foster locations are open seven days a week. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and you know what that means. A parade of guests, family and friends, and your home. Now's the time to get a jump start on your holiday cleaning. And 1-Hour Martinizing is giving you a special discount just for planning ahead. Bring in your blankets, bedspreads, drapes, and tablecloths now through November 30th and save 30%. Let 1-Hour Martinizing take care of removing the dirt, dust, grime, and lint from your blankets, bedspreads, drapes, and tablecloths. They'll get everything sparkling clean at a 30% discount. But hurry, offer ends November 30th. One hour martinizing with three convenient locations. 
Turnpike Center near Vons, San Roque Plaza near the post office, and Montecito's Coast Village Center right near Vons. And don't forget, now until the Monday before Thanksgiving, in celebration of friends and family, enter to win one of One Hour Martinizing's Thanksgiving gift baskets. Stop by any of their three locations to enter. This is the place that talks about Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's Astronomical Unit. Community Matters. Radio Real Estate. Money Talk. The Andy Caldwell Show. Santa Barbara T-Sports Radio Show. Golf Radio Show. Community Alert. Mortgage Matters. Welcome to the Voices. 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 Voices of Santa Barbara. The CEO Report. The Heart Presents About Education. Farm to Table Hour. Welcome to Around the World. The Jeremiah Show. History. Friday. The Art and Antiques Radio Show. Garden Gossip. Cork and Fork Radio. Tell Me Your Story. KZSB. AM 1290. Okay, we are back, and we are speaking with Peter Walker-Hunt. He's an architect here in Santa Barbara. He is the architect. A very well-known architect. Very well-known architect. <laughs> He's the architect to the stars, super celebrity guy. Very and smart. <laughs> and, um, you know, so if you want to reach out, he's going to give himself a plug at the end of the show. Ruth, I wanted to give a shout-out to two of my fans. Roberta and Michael, who listen every Sunday night, every <laughs> Sunday night, and they get so excited when they hear my voice on the air. They're like, wait a second, that's Ruth Ann. Roberta, it's me, Guy Rivera, your celebrity. <laughs> it's very Roberta nice. and Michael, shout out to you. <laughs> we had cocktails at Ruth Ann Bovey's uh, birthday party, her 39th birthday. That was 39th, real fun. 39th, I wish. Yeah. So um, let's get back to ADUs because I think we were into some um, some pretty cool in-depth conversation as promised, as promised. And now, see this? We got 13. Actually, we got about... 15 minutes so just be mindful of that richard's good with the fingers as you see it um we were talking about the cost of just getting to the you know the building permit the mm -hmm. land use permit, and all that and that's different than applying for an adu and we're taught right no well I, the 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 land use permit would be the ADU permit, and, okay. that, and that's the local permit. And then, whereas the building permit is building and safety, and and everyone that builds a new building, they they're concerned about whether the building's going to fall down or whether you can get You'll out of pay there. Pay a permit for that. Fire. But the ADU, the accessory dwelling unit, is part of the land use permit. So there's always been a land use permit, but an accessory dwelling unit is processed that way. So you were saying some pretty interesting things. I don't know if it, we were on the air or off the air, but you, the difference in pricing is whether it's attached, detached, within the house itself, you're going to do, you know, you're going to convert your garage. So mm -hmm. that was very interesting things. These are all the mind-boggling things that people are going to walk into thinking, I'm just going to go get a permit. I've heard that a hundred times. Well, the, those are the construction costs because if you have a house and you're going to say, I'm going to take two bedrooms, I'm going to turn one into a kitchen living room and the other into a bedroom, you've already built that. So that construction cost is, is, is going to be significantly less. Whereas if you attach it to the side of the building, oh, have I a see. separate okay. entrance. And now are you spending $200, $300, $400, $500 a square foot? So you say, you know, and, and an ADU can be as big as 1,200 square feet. But in some places, they, there's, a, there's a minimum. Maybe it's 500 square feet, depending upon the jurisdiction. So you have, well, let's say 1,000 square feet times $200 a square foot. What is that, Guy? That's, is that $200,000? Yeah, I think 1, so. 1,000 square feet times 200? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so you're going to spend $200,000 to build this 1,000-square-foot addition on the side of your building. Well, I get that. And I they think might we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, okay. a little ahead of ourselves, because when we went on commercial break, I said I wanted to, to go into – we're not there yet, but I wanted to go into what Ruth Ann does, actually, if she, she looks for those values, if she looks for that potential, if she takes a, a client, couple – and if they're if they're borderline, does she look for that? What? And then we let's talk about what we did with Jack and how we couldn't even figure out what the hell that thing was. <laughs> so Which how one? do you look? How do you look? Do, do, or do you even look for potential for an ADU if it's set there? Absolutely, what, absolutely. Uh, it one thing is. It depends on whether it's my listing or whether it's my buyer. And if my buyer is not interested in ADUs, then that's not something I look for. It's, it's really w- what is their interest and need. Um, on a listing side, I want to be able to throw out ideas when we're showing the home, whether it's reconstructing the existing home or adding an ADU, because that's a, a massive topic right now, primarily because it helps people be able to buy. So you may have somebody that can buy a $600,000 property, but you can't find a house here for $600,000. But if we can add an ADU to it and it brings the value up to $800,000 and they can still qualify because there will be the rental income there, then we can still do that. And most people that I know prefer to have a single-family home over a condominium. Right. So... So getting into what you were saying, Peter, is it's the, the, you know, and that's another thing. If you wanted the added value, you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But it just depends on, you know, the ambition of that mm-hmm. addition. The ambition well, and, and of the nice, addition. What's nice, though, is that now in, in Santa Barbara, let's say something rents for $1,500, $2,000 a month, and you have an ADU. Well, you have $2,000 a month coming in on that rental. How much of that your mortgage is that going to cover? And that's it, huge. And it that is, huge. is a huge way of looking at it. That's we about have three hundred thousand dollars yeah, in mortgage. That yeah. we've had a client, two clients, that scored mm-hmm. on great properties because of an ADU, or one of them was an ADU, and the other one was actually one was a, a two units. It two was a units. legal two, uh, duplex, duplex, and the other one had not quite a permitted. ADU, but it was there, and it was very possible. The, the nice thing about it was that the building had been permitted, and so to turn it into an ADU was very doable, very doable. Yeah, and the other, turnkey. The, uh, yep. we're gonna, I'm going to cut you off because we're going to take one more quick commercial break. Richard's very diligent about that for some reason. I took too long on the, on the <laughs> opening thing. We're talking to architect extraordinaire Peter Walker Hunt. Real estate agent to the stars, Ruth Ann Bovey. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Trembley Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Trembley Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Trembley Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. 
For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to TremblyFinancial.com. Trembley Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trembley Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Take the time to relax with your perfect holiday party or event for you and your guests at Chuck's Waterfront Grill in the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. We cook the food, make and serve the drinks, and do the cleanup so you don't have to. Your guests enjoy world-class views, dining by the boats, and each other in Santa Barbara style, and you get to relax and enjoy the perfect holiday party because we're taking care of your friends, family, co-workers, and whoever else you've invited. I am Steve with Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. It's our goal to provide you and your guests with the best holiday event and experience from lunch with co-workers from the office, happy hour and appetizers for a few friends, or dinner for everybody who came to town for the holidays. Relax, we've got you covered. From groups of 10 to 200 with the perfect place to host the gang by the boats at Chuck's Waterfront Grill and the Endless Summer Bar Cafe. So give our event planner and director of Holiday Fund, Katie Swanson, a call at 805-564-1200. That's 805-564-1200. And let's get this party started. Okay, we are back, and we're having some great, great discussion, I think. Uh, what, do you, what about you guys? You guys think of this great discussion? It's been Absolutely. fun for me. Yeah. Yes. Great. So... Peter was about to embark upon a statement uh, regarding tax advantages. Just a quick disclaimer. Dis- discuss anything you do with your accountant or tax advisor. Right. But go ahead, Peter. Lay, well, lay it on I, I'm an architect. It's true, and I do and I do planning. And, but I own I own rental property, and and I and and what I know, I'm, what I'm about to say, I've learned from my accountants. Uh, but when you have rental property, it is a business, and that means that uh, cert, there are there are expenses, and those expenses come off your 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 taxes. So that, that can be a portion of your mortgage, it can be a portion of your property tax, it can be repairs and things like that. And and your accountant will tell you which ones are legitimate, but um, there are incredible tax advantages there, and and, and they're quite simply, they're tax shelters, and everyone should have a tax shelter. If they exactly, can. even a lot of people don't realize that when they're buying their first home, there are a lot of tax advantages. Still, I mean, some of them are being changed, and we'll see how it all ends up playing out. But buying a, your own primary residence are tax advantages. Buying investment property, which could be an ADU or could be a separate property. There are many more advantages. Yeah, mm-hmm. there really is. Um, I tell you, two of the best feel-good mortgages that I've done this year were with clients of ours, properties of ours, and um, we knew the seller. It was good for the se- It was great for the sellers. Great for the sellers. And it was really great for the buyers. Um, and Shout out to those two sellers who know who they are. And yeah. We love them dearly. Yep. And those kids, and they were kids that bought the other one, small family, uh, family of three, uh, and another right. couple. They both brought... With a four-legged kid. Yeah, with a four-legged kid. So they bought these houses with, one was a duplex, but it's still an ADU because it was just a little, you know, 
600 mm-hmm. square foot thing. Classification is a little bit different, yeah. though. And for lending purposes, I think it's a little it bit was, different. It was, yeah. And there's some loan level pricing adjustments that go to that, being two units as opposed to the other one. You got a better deal from being a single family residence, not two units. It was, you know, so so there's advantages both ways. But both of those kids got their mortgage supplemented. So if they're charging eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars a month in rent for that studio, and their mortgage payment all in is thirty five hundred, I mean, hello, this is good, good stuff. And um, I I had a friend that bought a duplex. Had never even considered one. She had been renting a place. She'd owned a single family home before. Then she was renting a place, paying eighteen hundred dollars a month for rent. This was years ago when rent wasn't as crazy as it is. And when she bought this duplex, she ended up with more space. It was private space. She rented out the other side for twenty five hundred a month. Her portion was six hundred dollars a month. It's it's you know so look at that. If you, um, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to get some, we're going to get your guys' contact information, but I'll leave it at this. If you're looking for a property, look at, look at, look at the whole potential of it. Talk to Ruth Ann Bovey if you want to buy one. Let's talk to Peter Walker Hunt if you want some, you know, just some ideas whether how easy it will be. This is a good team. I'll do your financing. So Peter Walker Hunt. Tell people how to get in touch with you. you got to make it quick. Uh, PeterWalkerHunt.com. Or just go under Architect Santa Barbara. And also we do planning, which is what these land use permits are. Ruth Ann Bovey, everybody knows and loves you. but Ruth Ann Bovey, Village Properties, www.sellingsb.com. And there's lots of ADU information on my website. It is one of the most searched sites for ADU information. That's nice. You guys really need to get together and do this ADU thing. And I want to thank you for I want to thank you for tuning in. This is Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. 1736 State Street. Stop by, have a cup of coffee. Let's talk mortgages. Have a great Thanksgiving. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera.